Welcome to the Swim Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest. She is a 20-time NCAA All-American. Most recently, she is a member of the ISL Championship team, Cali Condors. And even more recently, uh, she's a new member of the Tennessee Pro Group. We've got Veronica Birchall. Veronica, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. No complaints. talk about Knoxville. Um, you switched, you, you just moved to Knoxville to train with the Tennessee pro group there. Um, yeah. tell me about the transition. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, I made the decision to go to Tennessee, um, a couple weeks before we left for the ISL. So it was a little bit of a quick turnaround. Uh, but yeah, so we got back, uh, November 23rd. And uh, about a week later, I moved to Tennessee. So I've been here just over a week and training with them. So it's been good. Yeah. That, I mean, how did, what do you think of Knoxville so far? What do you think of the train? Well, sorry. First of all, what, how'd you land on Tennessee? Um, so I, so Erica Brown and I have been um, friends for many years. <laughs> um, and so her and I actually roomed together in 2018 at Short Course Worlds. And so her and I uh, have always talked about you know, having um, maybe a week or two to train together just to, you know, see what it's like to train together. And um, I do apologize. That's my dog. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, so her and I, uh, right before COVID hit, actually, we were talking about having me come down for a week or come up, I guess, to Tennessee for a week to train with her and visit her. And so that never happened due to COVID. So we, um, we ended up just kind of, I mean, we've always kept in touch, but um, after everything hit, everything was kind of crazy. And so, and, and I, I'm, I'm about to graduate from UGA, so um, I was kind of thinking about the timing. I didn't want to make a change before ISL because I thought it was going to be a little bit too much for that. So I thought, okay, if I'm graduating after, it might be a good time to, um, right after ISL, it might be a good time to kind of just make a change. And um, yeah, it was really hard for me to make that decision, but I definitely wanted to train with Erica and Ali DeLoop that's now there and, you know, Maddie Bannock and all the girls there. So um, I've always had a really good relationship with a lot of those girls and um, Matt Credich is awesome. So, uh, but it was really hard to make the decision because I love my team. I love my coaches and my sister's still in Athens, but um, Knoxville is also closer to my house um, in Indiana. So uh, it was a, a really good option all around. Yeah. yeah. I gotta say Athens and Knoxville are probably my two favorite towns to go to for yeah. a swim meet or a practice and pancakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like you're really getting the best of both worlds outside the pool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no. And I, I remember when you came, uh, to do the practice and pancakes, I think it was maybe my sophomore or junior year. Um, yeah, and so random, but you I think you stayed in an Airbnb like in my neighborhood because I like saw you drive by. <laughs> nice. So, 
Yeah, I remember that. That was funny. That, I, I mean, they're they're just such cool towns apart mm-hmm. from the swimming. But uh, yeah. but it's it. I'm I'm glad the move's going well. I know you mentioned yeah. you're only a week into practice, but what 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 is training with the Tennessee Pro Group <laughs> been like so far in this short window? <laughs> Oh, no, it's been great. Uh, You know, last week, we were kind of just getting back into training in general from the ISL. Uh, A lot of the girls took a couple days off um, long weekend uh, through Thanksgiving. So we were all kind of just getting back into shape. We did lactate and glucose testing last Thursday. um, And uh, I've never done it before. So I'm actually talking to Matt tomorrow about kind of my results and moving forward with different testing stuff. Um, it's really cool. I was, um, I, I, you know, anytime you make a transition, no matter it's, you know, high school to college, college to um, professional swimming, you always, and no matter, you know, what group or organization you go to, there's always going to be, you know, that question of, am I going to get, you know, as many yards as I need to, or, um, just kind of what you're used to. And it's a, you know, a switch, but, um, yeah, I, I, I was, I wasn't sure because, you know, Tennessee's a very, very much known for, um, being really innovative with their sprint program and stuff. So that was something that definitely drew me to Tennessee, but I was also, you know, I was a little concerned if I wasn't going to get enough yardage in, but that's not even close to the case. I'm definitely getting in just as much yardage as I need, which is perfect. And um, Matt's really awesome. He definitely, you know, um, caters every practice to meet the needs of every individual, which I think is amazing. And if I need to do more kick or just a little more yardage in general, then he just, you know, he's like, you know, do what you need to do and what your body feels like it needs to do. So it's, it's been great. I've really enjoyed the practices and um, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I, I want to, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that that transition is going well. And I'd like to talk about some of those other transitions you mentioned you swam for a lot of a lot of top programs you've you know in high school you were with uh carmel swim club and carmel high mm-hmm. school where you won yeah. you were a 15 time state champion and won <laughs> three state titles and uh so obviously you swam for georgia and then you've been with the cali condors and so i have to imagine you've learned a lot being on all these great teams so let's start with carmel um <laughs> you grew up in indiana um, yeah. what, what was it like being a part of that swim team, especially maybe as a freshman or a sophomore, um, you know, knowing what they had accomplished as, as you were coming into that group? Coming into Carmel, coming into Carmel, it, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a little intimidating. I will say just as, you know, a baby freshman, we, I had a lot of really great seniors my freshman year and they, they really helped prepare me to be a a leader my sophomore year Um, because a lot of it kind of, for a lack of a better way to put it, like there were so many talented swimmers on that team, but um, I knew that kind of as someone that literally swam all the relays and stuff, I knew that I would kind of have naturally a, I don't want to say a bigger leadership position, but a little bit, I guess, because of just, you know, having to constantly put the team on, um, you know, uh, swim for the team and that sort of thing. Uh, I think that 
those seniors did a really good job of, you know, just paving that way and showing us what we needed to do. Um, like uh, Claire Adams and I were the same class and her and I definitely um, like worked really hard to be the best role models and team leaders that we possibly could. And so um, I know her and I learned a lot from those people just before us. And we always like to say that we're standing on the, on the shoulders of giants there at Carmel, because we really are like we, there's so many incredible people that came before us that just paved the way and made it easy for us. I don't want to say easy because we did work hard, but definitely allowed us to, you know, strive for greatness as best as we could. Yeah. Who, who were those seniors your freshman year? Um, the two that stand out the most to me are, um, Lacey Locke and Jamie Skronik and now she's Jamie Weed, but, um, or Wade, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Lacey Locke in particular, she was incredible. She swam at Northwestern, um, and now she's in law school. So, um, she's a very, um, just smiley personality and great, um, great leader. So um, definitely learned a lot from her and felt that she did a great job. Um, not only, you know, showing us what we needed to do and how to do, you know, how to be successful in um, at Carmel, but also um, gave back to the sport consistently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so, you know, personally, I came from a, a an area where there was friction between the high school team and the club team. And I know that's, really? there's, there's so many different relationships between high school coaches and, yeah, coaches. yeah, you know, to have, to have your club coach be your high school coach and, and have that yeah. transition. I mean, I know high, a high school swim season can be so special for so many athletes. Yeah. Um, and how did that, I mean, how did that affect how you saw high school swimming knowing that you had the full support of, of your club coach, because they were the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think it was just really an easy transition from high school to club, club to high school. It was pretty seamless. It never felt like, I mean, obviously each, like, like you were saying, you know, each, um, like, like club swimming and high school swimming, they each have their special you know like their, their special place in your heart I guess in a sense because you know they they're great for different purposes and I think that we use the club season um to you know have our success internet uh, nationally internationally however you put it and then you know it was kind of like our fun time to shine I guess in at um high school state and stuff um and uh yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. It was just, it was awesome to not only, you know, compete for a team that we always believed in and always, um, you know, it, it was, it was our team. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we, we, I, I loved the aspect of both because they were pretty similar people, but also when we would do, when we would have like our club season, um, you know, we'd have other people from other schools that trained with us and stuff. One in, person in particular my friend Rachel Hayden she swam at Mizzou um she was on another high school team but swam for Carmel Club mm -hmm. and so it was cool because like you know we're obviously training and competing for Carmel but I could cheer for my teammate that went to North Central um yeah. and stuff like that so I don't know that doesn't really answer your question completely I think but um that's kind of how I, I take it 
Yeah, gotta throw Go Tigers in there. I'm a Mizzou alum, but <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> that's um, that that's that's cool. And like you said, you get you get a little diversity and you get some sameness, and it seems like that yeah, was a good balance for sure. Um, so, like you said, you had seniors that paved the way for you as a freshman to become a leader heading into mm-hmm. the rest of your high school career. Yeah. How how do you feel like you played that leadership role? during the last the latter three years at Carmel I mean I I didn't do it alone um uh I definitely think that the girls in my class um really helped me and we helped each other um you know just uh can I, I don't really know how to put it other than we just kind of stuck by each other's side and everything. Um, one of my, one of my other close friends, Kendall Smith, um, she went to Wisconsin. Uh, she and I, uh, you know, we, we were like, we were weight room partners and um, training buddies. And um, I think really, I guess, aside from her, all the personalities in our class and on the team, no matter I mean, you know, anytime you're on a team with each other, like with other people, you're not always going to get along, but you're always in a sense family. And so I think that, you know, even when we would have our ups and downs, we always kind of came back to the central point that like, we're doing this for something like for bigger than ourselves. And so I think that's what really helped us all through the four years is like, we, we had positive pressure not to let the people that come before us down. And I think, I think that was really one of the biggest, um, biggest things that we, that we did, you know, we were always thinking about the bigger picture, I think. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a highlight from that? I mean, obviously it was, it was a big high school career. Yeah. 15 state (laughs) titles is a lot. Uh, as is three team titles, you know, you guys were a dominant team for sure in the state of Indiana. Do you have anything, do you have memories that stick out to you as, as favorites or, you know, even practices or meets that you'll, you always think back to? Yeah, I do. Um, so my, so my sister's only a year younger than me and she also went to Georgia and she's a senior at Georgia right now. Um, she, uh, she and I were, on well okay so um she had a goal to break the um 200 im uh state record because it was the only record that was like the oldest record still standing Mm. and uh, this is actually something that i wasn't even necessarily here for but um her junior or her sophomore year she um no her junior year it was her junior year sorry her junior year my senior year she won the state title um not unexpectedly, but it wasn't out of lane four. And it was really cool because she was, uh, you know, seated second and it was kind of an upset, I guess. And um, so that was a really cool moment when I, she kind of started to, you know, really believe in herself in that event. And then her senior year, which I had to unfortunately watch online um, because I was at Georgia, uh, she broke the state record and, um, it was so cool because it was like, that's what she was trying to do all four years. And then she finally did it at her senior state meet. So that was awesome. Uh, and then my senior year, 
she and I were on the final 400 freestyle relay together, which was awesome. It was, uh, oh my gosh, who was on that relay? It was myself, Claire, Sammy, and I think it was Trudy Rothrock, I believe, um, or maybe it was Kendall. I don't know. Anyways, I just remember that relay being so fun and it was the last meet or, uh, last race of the meet and it was so fun um so yeah those memories are probably my favorite at least from like high school state yeah, yeah. uh i mean those those are good ones growing up with a swim sibling is i mean that really bonds you because you guys are spending all this time <laughs> together um have you guys did you guys always swim were you did you do other sports as well together or was it pretty much swim um, we did other sports together. Uh, she was really good at soccer and I played soccer as well, but she was definitely better than me. And um, I didn't like to run. So uh, so she was a little bit better at that. <laughs> um, and uh, we did some other sports, but um, like I tried volleyball, we did basketball together. That was really fun. Um, like I said, she was better than me pretty much um, at, at, at um, a, a, every other sport, um, maybe except for volleyball, just because I'm a little bit taller than her. But um, yeah, no, we, we tried other sports. And then um, I stuck to swimming or I started doing only like swimming only in sixth grade, I think. And then she did swimming only. I want to say her in seventh or eighth grade. It was a little bit after me. Um, she kind of. I think she was on some traveled soccer teams. So that was really cool to see her, you know, do really well in another sport as well. But um, yeah, it was about that. Yeah. We did some other stuff. <laughs> and I mean, just, uh, just through high school, at least how, how big was it to have her support and to have her always there as a support um, throughout your high school swimming? Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, she's my best friend. And so I, I think I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to make it through even, you know, college without her. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're very close, but we're also not like dependent on each other, which is a great balance. I think that we we've really done a great job of finding, you know, finding out you know, how <laughs> how we need to be around each other when we're happy, sad you name it and within specifically within the sport and I mean outside of that as well but you know it takes a little bit of trial and error over the years but ultimately I mean she's my biggest supporter I'm her biggest supporter and uh we're always going to be rooting for each other no matter what so that's great that's that's a really interesting point because and because swimming has ups and downs right I mean as does everything but I mean you get out of the pool after a bad race and depending on the person, you know, some people you can, can take, can take whatever, can talk to people after and be like, oh, it's all right. I had a bad race. And some people it's like, don't talk to me, get out of my way. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to the warm down pool and yeah. to have a sibling who really understands that, mm-hmm. um, especially yeah. throughout your whole career is, mm-hmm. is a really cool thing. I mean, we've had to learn along the way, but by now we, we pretty much get it. (laughs) Um, after, after I have a bad race, unless, unless it's, um, actually, you know, I, I mean, I definitely, I only allow myself to be upset for a certain number, like, you know, a certain number of minutes, not very long if I do. And 
I'm one of those people that I, from a personal standpoint, I don't ever want to make anyone else uncomfortable by, you know, their reaction to me or trying to help me. So I, you know, if, if I have a bad race, I'm like, ah, it wasn't very good, but it's okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, it, it's been great to have her, um, you know, by my side all these years. And it's, it's hard because I was FaceTiming her actually the other day and she, she finally admitted to me that she missed me. <laughs> um, oh, took that like, long. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, she's, she's just funny. Um, yeah. So I miss her too. And it's been hard, but we FaceTime. So it's great. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. I, I also, I have an older brother. We're very close. We swam together mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely hard not having him there all the time, but you know, you, you yeah. talk on the phone and you make it work. And yeah, you do. You do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you get to Georgia and co- I mean, coming from Carmel, do you feel like you were prepared for, for the kind of swimming that you were going to be doing at Georgia? I think so. Yeah. We, this was many years ago, um, but I think Carl Slimmers had a reputation of not getting faster in college. And I don't know. Oh. And I don't know what. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't think I was aware I, of that reputation, but I don't, interesting. I don't, I, I don't know where I heard it, <laughs> but um, I, it hasn't been brought up in a long time because clearly Carmel swimmers are doing better in college. It was many, many, it was many years ago. Gotcha. Um, it was way before my time, I think, but, um, uh, yeah. So I, you know, when I, when I got to Georgia, honestly, I mean, it was a little intimidating because I, I just wanted to do the best for my team and, uh, stepping into the program my freshman year, uh, I, I was so scared, but not because of the training necessarily, but just because I didn't want to let anyone down. So I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself my freshman year, but, um, Mm -hmm. I had, you know, great people like, um, Olivia Smoliga, Rachel Zelinskas, um, uh, Shanti, I can never say her last name. Um, she's Canadian. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, those great seniors really helped me. And um, so, I mean, I always felt like I, like, like I said, it, it was almost, it was really, it was very similar to high school in the sense that those people really paved the way for us. And I think that um, from a personal standpoint, like, I think they did an incredible job and truly set the tone for the rest of my college career because, you know, they, they were great not only teammates, but mentors and, um, and friends. So, yeah. 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 And, and so then as you move throughout your Georgia career, did you see parallels at all between your Carmel career and your Georgia career? Maybe, maybe the first topic of that is being, being a leader coming into your sophomore season. Um, Slightly, but not, not entirely. Um, I'd say that my, I'd say that if I'm trying to compare it a little bit to my, uh, to high school, um, my junior and sophomore year would have been flipped, I think, um, in college because um, my sophomore year, um, 
was my best NC2A meet. Um, I, I think I would have done fine this year if it would have happened. But um, the one that actually happened, um, that was my best meet. And um, in college, I or in high school, I progressively got better every single year. And in college, um, I was like uh, freshman year was pretty solid. And then sophomore year, I was a little, I kind of broke out a little bit more. Um, and into that summer at following sophomore year is, I guess, freshman year, I made 2017 uh, World University Games. So I guess that would, that I guess that was kind of like a breakout, but then I, you know, kind of fought like springboarded into my sophomore year. And then the following summer when um, I made, uh, 2019 World University Games and um, then went to 2018 um, Short Horse Worlds on relays so that was really cool but um, I'd say um, that was probably my best swimming year until my senior year because junior year was junior, junior year NC2As and um, in general was kind of rocky <laughs> um, but I learned a lot from that year so yeah I mean it, it, if you're if not, you can just say, nah, I'd rather not. But, you know, if, if you're comfortable with talking about it, what made that junior season rocky for you? Um, I think there were a lot of factors. Um, I was I was focusing more on school than I had in the past two years. Um, I so out of high school, um, I was an OK. I was an OK student but not where I wanted to be. And I always kind of put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and then <laughs> kind of gave up my freshman year. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try and be good at school. Um, which is not a bad thing because you want to be good at school and swimming. I did both, but it took me a little bit to get the, um, to, to get the balance right. Uh, so I started getting, you know, focusing a little bit more on school, which wasn't necessarily like one of the reasons, but I think it always, you know, when you're, when you're taking up a little bit more time doing something else, it always, you know, has a little bit of an impact, whether it's, um, big or small. Um, I think mentally, uh, it was, I, I wouldn't say it was the entire junior year. It was after junior year, 2000, junior year and C2As was really the, um, the thing we placed 18th. And that year, um, I was just really hard on myself to, you know, be completely honest. I was really hard on myself because I felt like I didn't contribute to the team in the way that I was supposed to. I think we were, you know, supposed to place a lot higher. And I had a lot of expectations for myself that I did not accomplish at that NC2As. And, um, yeah, I, I personally, like, I just, I, I put too much pressure on myself and and kind of, it felt like I let myself down and the team. And so, um, it took me a little while to recover from that. Uh, and I think at the beginning of my senior year, I finally kind of said, you know, screw it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to give my last year all that I have and really just, you know, go all in. And because there was like, you know, in kind of the, there's nothing to lose mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that really helped me recover from it um, because I think, you know, I feel like a lot of people get wrapped up in, you have to care so much about swimming. And I think that's so important, you know, when it comes to different parts of your training and everything. 
but um, sometimes when when you when I say I don't when I say I I didn't care I don't mean that I actually literally didn't care but I mean that um, I had a I'm gonna go all in and whatever happens happens mentality and I think that that really helped me be a little more like go with the flow and kind of just take whatever comes at me with, you know, the best that I can, I guess, in a sense, that makes sense. (laughs) It sounds like you were able to uh, lift some of the pressure that you put on yourself. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds, it sounds like, like you said, when you, when you've got that nothing to lose mentality, you're able to be a little more carefree you're and, and you're able yes. to to lift some of that self implemented pressure which which is usually a good thing yeah completely and i think i also just had 100% belief in myself as well like that like this past like this past senior like my senior year i really honed in on uh you know like <laughs> almost like an I'm awesome mentality, you know, like, I like, like, I believe in myself 100%. And you gotta, I mean, you gotta kind of give that to yourself to um, have a even a fighting chance at whatever you want to accomplish. So I think that was really important, too. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I, you know, we we talked about transitions earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to back up just a little bit, you know, you said that that sophomore season of college was kind of a breakout for you. Yeah. how did, you know, at that point, where were you in that transition of, of just adjusting to the college lifestyle? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I mean, I guess the best way that I can kind of explain it is, you know, freshman year, you come in and you're like, oh my God, everything's new. I'm on my own, everything. Um, but sophomore year, I think my sister came. (laughs) Here. <laughs> problem <laughs> so, solved and I don't want to say that she you know like I mean I'll give her credit where credit's due like she obviously helps me a lot but I think that I was finally coming into my own with the sport and kind of believing in myself in that way and then also um I think I was really starting to excel with the program as a whole, like just with the training and, um, you know, you, you buy in freshman year and, and then like you kind of just go from there. And I, I feel like I was really buying into what we were doing. And, um, and I mean, Brian Smith, my coach from Georgia, like he's amazing. Can't say enough good things about him and Jack and all the coaching staff. I mean, oh my gosh, they're, they're family, you know, but they, they really do an incredible job of just, excuse me, showing their athletes like where you can, like their belief in you just really shows you where you can go in the sport. And I think that is really important kind of where um, I gained a lot of confidence that year because of, you know, not only them, but also just, you know, consistently pushing better times in practice and being really consistent in my training as a whole. And then also just believing in myself. And then, you know, my sister was there, which was really great. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's yeah. a funny guy. I really Brian's <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh. He's the best. <laughs> he's, he's great. He's really quirky yeah. and he when he has a huge beard. It looks awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
that beard let me tell you it's so funny <laughs> we always we always give him crap like like when are you shaving the beard man and <laughs> and uh, and he'll be like my wife likes it <laughs> so he's like i'm waiting a little bit longer <laughs> it's so funny yeah um, so brian seems like a kind of guy who might come into workout and surprise you was that was that ever the case <laughs> Uh, well, at first, yes, but over the years, uh, I kind of, de- I, I kind of developed a sense for what he would write. Um, pretty much every week was um, kind of the same pattern, so I kind of knew what to expect. But every once in a while, he would throw a curveball at me and say, "Hey, go with the main group. Hey, uh, I don't want you over here. You need to do more yardage." <laughs> And I would look at him and I'd go, Brian, why? But um, yeah, no. So he, he was really funny. And um, no, I I think over the years, I just got kind of used to what he would write, but every once in a while he would, he would throw a curveball in the workouts or he would write um, what leading up to like SECs, mainly SECs. Oh, it was crazy because um, I guess my my freshman year I did I did rest for SECs, but my sophomore year, junior year, senior year I didn't rest as much as everyone else. Or you know there were select few people that didn't rest as much, and I was one of those people, and I would always get really frustrated. But I knew that it's what I needed, and you know he would write a practice for everyone, and then would put you know varying numbers like three, two, eight, or six to 12 of whatever (laughs) that was and it would be you know everyone do the six and veronica you got 12. (laughs) like uh but i wouldn't always be lonely like uh uh, cam murphy and i would always be together or um kylie um and i um anyways so it it was kind of like i wasn't ever alone but i always felt kind of like i was targeted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was what I needed, but you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And, and just for our listeners out there, I think kind of translation is uh, Georgia main group. Georgia main group is like distance group. And then Georgia distance group is like ultra distance group. <laughs> is that accurate? Oh, I mean, not sometimes, sometimes. Um, I, I think it's a little bit different now because we got uh, Neil Versfeld training Mm. the distance kids um and i think i think i mean it is distance for sure for sure distance but he has recruited a couple people from mid distance to kind of do some workouts with him my sister included this year um and so it's it's slightly different than when harvey would run it so yeah (laughs) i like i like neil's workouts they're nice um and also brutal at the same time (laughs) i remember seeing harvey's workouts and cringing <laughs> i never did a harvey workout goodness. <laughs> nice um okay so we're getting off track i'm sorry so yeah it's no it's that's my fault but this is all great uh this is all just a day in the life of a georgia dog yeah. uh yeah. so so you evolve as a as this georgia swimmer um when did i mean do, do you feel like you were always pretty serious about swimming? I mean, is, is that something that you always wanted to be a priority in your life? Um, and did you ever see yourself as doing it professionally after college? 
Yeah. Um, okay. I okay. So it's a yes and no question, I guess the last one, but swimming has always been a priority for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that it <laughs> it was something that I could always pour my heart and soul into. I think that when I was in specifically in high school, I like I said, I was solid at school, but I knew that I would be going to college and hopefully getting a scholarship because of swimming. And I knew that that would help me get to where I kind of wanted to go, at least um, in terms of helping me towards the professional life and as an adult. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, definitely when I got to college, I thought that you know, like, like I said, like I bought in, I knew that this was the place for me at Georgia. And um, I don't know, I think that I didn't always know that if I was going to swim professionally or not, I think so. When I was, when I was 16, um, I won the Hunter Fly Juniors long course, excuse me. And um, that was that summer in 2014 was kind of when I figured out, oh, you know what, I think I could maybe be good at this whole swimming thing um my coach ian murray from um he's now coaches at dynamo but um at when he was coached at carmel he was he was like one of my like him and chris were you know my two main coaches and i remember sitting down with him and he kind of talked about um he said you know how fast do you think you could go in your hunter fly this summer this is the beginning of the summer when i started to train like a lot better and I said I I mean I don't know do you have an idea and he said I think you can go in 59 and that would be in contention to win the the junior national title I was like okay that would be really cool I have never I went to one juniors the year before but like got last (laughs) (laughs) and so um I think from that point on I really kind of started to believe in myself but it wasn't until I guess like you know if you're going off of milestones the next milestone would have been in 2017 when I got seventh at um uh world champ trials in Indy uh in Indy yeah and uh, I was so pissed (laughs) but 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 because I was just so close but I was but I knew that I would have made um world university games so I was also so happy so it was kind of like a bittersweet thing um and I had also never placed top eight in a national meet so it was really special um and um but no so then you know I I think that after at that meet at world university games my dad flew to um to Taiwan to watch me which was really special as well and um we were sitting at like one of the only places we could go that um, was okay for us to eat at. And um, it was this little like pizza shop, sorry, um, little pizza shop right across um, our village. And um, my dad and I are sitting there and my dad, my dad is also, my dad coaches at Carmel, by the way. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, My dad's a swim coach. So yeah. Um, (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Um, and he didn't coach there when I was there though. Um, anyways, but anyway, so we're sitting there and he says, you know, you're, you're at your first national international meet and you know, what do you think about swimming professionally? And I said, I don't know. I didn't. Um, and at that point I was convinced I was not going to do it. And I think was- then the next year happened and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. At, at that point, you were convinced you weren't going to do it because you didn't think you could, or because that wasn't something you were interested in. 
I wasn't sure if I was good enough. Like, I knew that I had made the meet and, and I, um, and I, and I was, I was doing pretty well. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, swimming poorly or anything. I just think that I didn't know my potential at that point. And I mean, I guess you never really fully know your potential until you, you know, you do it. But um, the next year was revolutionary in my career, I think. And so, and, and I just didn't know that that was going to happen. So um, yeah, I was just iffy because of the unknowns in all, in all truthfulness, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And so obviously uh, this year happens you know, the, your senior year in CAAAs gets canceled. We go into lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. Were you pretty set on still swimming even the, a- after, after lockdown and NCAAs were canceled? I was, I think. Yeah. Um, I was training the fastest I've ever trained going into NC2As. It was, I mean, it was heartbreaking, but so you know, NC2As gets canceled. Um, my roommate and I, um, her name is Jordan Stout. Uh, she was going to Missouri girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's at, um, Washington university in St. Louis actually for uh, law school. So kind of cool. Um, yeah, (laughs) smart. Um, (laughs) but anyway, so her and I, you know, we're, we're heartbroken and we're like, we need to do something that's not swimming. So we go to an Orange Theory class on Saturday. I had not run in months. Do you run at Orange Theory? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a half. It's like you're on the floor for like half of it. It's like an hour or so. And then you're running for another half hour. And there's different classes. But the one that we did was like that. And, and then we, we ended up training at Swim Atlanta the next week, which would have been the NC2A, you know, that would have been NC2A week. Um, and I was training the fastest I've ever trained, um, leading, you know, in that, in that week. And it it was, it was so bittersweet because I, I said to myself, oh my gosh, okay. I would have swam fast at these (laughs) two A's, but I said to myself, I'm, I'm not done here. You know, I, I just wasn't ready to be done with the sport. And, um, I was, I was loving it and was really passionate about it. So I thought, why not keep going? I know that um, I've got some unfinished business to do. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when did ISL come into the picture? Not too. Um, yeah. So I, I started talking to a couple teams um, about two weeks after, and I think it was um, two weeks after NC2As were canceled. So um yeah. And then I made a decision pretty quickly um, on Cali Condors. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so let's talk about the ISL Budapest bubble. Uh, I mean, tell yeah. me about your experience there. It was awesome. Uh, I personally didn't swim how I wanted to. Uh, I'm, I was a relay only swimmer. Um, and I mean, based on our dominance, I'm, I maybe could have swam a couple things that like, you know, are easier meets, but, um, and that's okay that I didn't get the opportunity to, but, um, uh, on the relays, the 400 free relays kind of what I is all that I did. Um, I let off a couple times and then went second. And I think I anchored the first meet, which was very, 
very nerve wracking. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, there's no, there was no one in the stands, but you walk out and there's all the lights and then there's, there's your team right there. And I'm going, Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's crazy. But it was so cool. Uh, yeah. Really loved the team. Like felt like I bonded with, you know, almost every single person in some way, um, which was really cool. And I thought that, you know, Jason and the, and, and our coaches did a great job of, you know, really being there to help us. And they, one of our last meetings when everyone said, thank you, basically. And, you know, like we kind of had a heart to heart fest, um, uh, after the finals were over, um, uh, I can't remember which coach said this, but one of them said, um, you know, we didn't, you know, you guys made our job easy. We didn't have to do much, but they did a lot. Um, and, uh, they, they really helped us, you know, make it easy for all of us to do our practices, do our workouts in the weight room and in the pool and really just assist us in any way that they possibly could. Cause all of them were so willing to, you know, give us some advice, but also step back when they needed to, and just kind of, you know, monitor. I don't know. It was really good. Yeah. What did you just think of? <clears throat> just the format of those six weeks, you know, had you had ever been in an environment like that where you were racing so often and then how were you managing training in between those race days? So at the beginning we had a couple of weeks. Well, so no, I haven't been in an environment like that necessarily. The other closest I, that I would say is, you know, like dual meets in college when you're, you have Matt, um, back-to-back weekends or something like that so I mean in a sense I'm sure most college kids can kind of relate to it in a certain to a certain degree because you know sometimes in the in the fall and in the spring in the spring like right before SCCs or any championship meet you're kind of going back to back to back by weekends so I would relate that to the beginning of the camp because we had our first meet and then we had eight days and then our second meet and then like eight days um and then the meet started um, going by really quick. Uh, we we trained really hard um, after the first, like, you know, in our first eight days and our second eight days. And then I think we kind of progressively started to go down in yardage slightly. Um, definitely some people were training a lot harder than others, um, you know, just on a daily basis because um, they could consistently perform at a high level, even with like, like really hard training Lily King being one of them I was so impressed by her I mean I've known her forever but like she the day I think you know she had a you know an undefeated streak and she it did break at when she lost the 200 breaststroke but she literally did a 7k threshold set the day before that and I'm not giving I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about anyone but it was just incredible to like see her crush it on a daily basis like i have so much respect for her she's incredible so yeah um she definitely um what ha- was always um training really hard throughout the entire camp except for you know like she rested through the finals but that was about it yeah so dang and so what was <laughs> what did your training specifically look like um you know as a sprinter what what's what's going hard for you Um, I mean, even though I am technically a sprinter, I would say, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess the 200 is like a sprint nowadays, but, (laughs) um, I do need to train a lot of thresholds. So, um, 
I, I mean, I, I don't have specifics for you. I don't really know what to say, but like, I do know that we, we were on a pretty consistent, a similar training pattern to what we would do at home. It's just, it was like altered by, you know, some meets in between. So then we would kind of like, uh, we, we would almost treat that as like a Saturday, Sunday, and then, you know, we'd start back over and have a day off and then we'd start back and then we'd um, have like, a, like what would be a normal Monday, um, but a little bit more flushed out than um, as high intense threshold would be, um, if that makes sense. So I don't know, it was, it was interesting. Um, it was, it was in a, in a lot of ways, it was what I expected it to be like. And then in some ways I was really um it was it was kind of interesting to get to get used to because I mean I almost kind of had to trade treat it like it was um we were you know just suiting up every couple days <laughs> at like at a practice or something yeah I mean what do you have any other specifics of what surprised you or what kind of took you off guard um I mean, not really. Um, I, I think the entire experience was really fun. And I mean, I learned so much. I watching all these, you know, Olympians and national team members go through their routine and, you know, kind of just getting a closer look at how they think about things and how they go, like, you know, carry themselves. I think I really took away a lot of valuable um, valuable information and just because ultimately if I, if I didn't swim as well, you know, as I wanted to, that's, you know, I, I think I, I think I took away a lot more than just the swimming part of it from the trip, if that makes sense. So I, I think it was really valuable. And I do know now that I need to be in the weight room a lot more, <laughs> um, because if you're not in the weight room consistently, at least for me, because I love to lift, I mean, I, I, you know, some people were talking about how they lost a little bit of muscle mass, like a little bit of muscle mass, um, over the trip, but I guess it, I, it just depends on who you are and what you need. Um, so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. And it seems again, like you said, it's a different format, but you kind of had expectations and it seems like a really good, it was a really good learning experience for everyone who went. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Tell me about just that, the night when you guys did win the f- finale, uh, <laughs> what, what was the team energy like? Cause I'm sure everyone was just buzzing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I gotta, gotta kind of go back to like the first day because um, like just really quick, we had a team meeting and Jason uh, gave us a really awesome pump up speech and you know, we were all just so fired up because we were going in there still as the underdogs because, you know, we were expected to lose, which I love that because then it just makes everyone so much more excited to swim fast. And like, we got, you know, we had so much like fire inside and stuff. So it was really cool. But I think, you know, when we finally won and we, you know, kind of, we did what we came to do. Um, it was, it was just surreal. I don't really know what to say because, um, you know, in, it it was like being, 
I don't know. I, I can't really compare it to anything <laughs> because I never, because our team never won NC2A. So I'm sure that that's kind of a feeling that you have when that happens. They won before, right before my freshman year, but yeah. anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it was really awesome. And um, what, one thing that was really important to us is that, you know, we won, but we wanted, if we were going to win, we wanted to win graciously and like be so thankful that we, you know, that we did it. And so, you know, although we were so psyched and really pumped up, we wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we went around and we thanked everyone, all the competitors and, um, and just, you know, made sure that we, we were grateful for, you know, everyone that made everything possible. So I think that that was really great that that was, you know, like that was incorporated into what we wanted to do. And of course, you know, we were excited to, you know, jump in the pool and celebrate, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obvi- obviously that's, that's a great way to cap off a six week camp. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Se- it seems pretty cool. Um, so, so to wrap things up, um, <clears throat> heading into these next couple of weeks, next couple of months, um, what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping to accomplish just in the short term, um, while adjusting to your new home in Knoxville? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of just excited to get into a routine again, which I'm, you know, starting to now, uh, I, I'm going to go home, I think December 20th. So that'll be nice to kind of have a week with my family and everything. Uh, but you know, over the coming, uh, over the couple months, months, next couple months, um, I, I'm really just trying to get, um, consistent training in and, um, get fully adjusted to, uh, you know, to being here in Knoxville, being with the girls and, um, yeah, I mean, you know, in I guess also, you know, like meets are kind of up in the air at the moment. So, I mean, if we if we do or don't if we don't go to meets, like we're going to I think we're probably going to suit up at Tennessee or you know, we'll we'll kind of figure that out, but um really just looking forward to consistency. Um in whatever way that happens, you know, cuz every you know, things are changing daily, but um looking forward to to that yeah (laughs) well veronica i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with me uh it's it's been really great getting to hear some of your stories any parting thoughts before we sign off today um i don't think so it was really nice to talk to you today and i appreciate um you letting me come on the podcast today and um yeah i appreciate it (laughs) You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.